it's Pride Month! That means rainbow crap in all the stores and very special episodes of your favorite shows, like this one! Only this isn't our actual Pride episode. That's coming up next time. This one is just us being middle-aged and crotchety and getting riled up about how shitty things are and how we all need to put on our fighting heels and kick some ass. You've got skills, use them! And this week, in the Anus Sanctorum, we take a look at an assortment of super queer saints. Oh, and some sex talk takes us on a quick detour into Kiss albums, but we get back on track before you know it. Even though it's a weird Pride Month, because it's that kind of a year. Uh, yes. (laughs) You know, it is weird because actually it's like, we're recording this in mid-May, but it's been, I went to a women's march yesterday. I played hooky from work to go to the women's march yesterday. Oh, I didn't know you played hooky. How exciting. Yeah, Yeah, because I was actually scheduled yesterday. Um... But anyway, it was unseasonably hot here. I was like, oh my God, I'm back home in Texas. What the fuck is this shit? (laughs) I'm sure it was easily 20 degrees cooler than it actually is in Texas right now. Oh yeah, but it is, so yeah, it really is a weird year. And yes, it really is already June, even though it's totally not. (laughs) Yes, it's already June in so many ways. Yes. But God, so we're, you know, um, normally we would do like one Pride episode this year, but... And, and we are going to definitely do a Pride episode later. This is not the Pride episode. Uh, but we're going to talk about Pride. Because shit's going down. And mm-hmm. the world is going to hell. And uh, we just kind of got to talking about how um, this year kind of feels like, you know, it's... It's fucking 1973 again. Like last, you know, like last episode, you know, if you're listening to this, perhaps you listened to our last one where we joked about fashion wise, it was 1983 all over again and how it was appropriate because in a lot of ways things were in 1983 again. That's right. Oh yeah. Oh, the frat boys. With the frat boy preppy. The preppy clothes. Tropical colored shorts, yes. <laughs> with the with the tropical uh, polo shirts and the lime green, yes. you know. Anyway, and like the pink and the green and the whatever. Um, but but also, it's in many ways, it's also 1973 all over again. And um, there's just so much shit going on. And between all the anti-gay, anti-trans legislation and now all this fucking misogynistic bullshit and it's all you know it's all connected if you listen to our show you know any oh, yeah. anything that isn't straight white christian cis male is interconnected <laughs> you know 
Oh, yeah. In fact, it's all the, the rally same issue. yesterday mm-hmm. in San Jose. Well, first of all, I want to say that I went with my friend Sylvia, who's in her 70s, so she was back in the day, right? Oh, my God. And her sign um, said, and I guess this is an old phrase or a widely used phrase, apparently, but her sign said, I can't believe I'm still protesting this shit. Oh, I love that. I love that. (laughs) Which I thought was awful. And then on the back of her sign, she said, impeach the GOP court. (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, God, who was it the other day? Oh, God, I think it may have been... It may have been on Seth Meyers. They were making like a little some someone on one of like the late night shows. I feel like it was probably Seth Meyers. Just sort of made like a a comment about the three branches of government, and they made a comment about like the Democrats controlling the three branches of government. And I think what they meant was the president and the House and the Senate. And I'm like, that's not the three branches of government, you guys. The fucking Supreme Court is a branch of government and the Democrats don't control it. Oh, it's no. like, where have you fucking been? You know, it's it's like, it's been in all the papers. You know, we had at least one seat stolen. And then because we had that illegitimate troll as president for four years. So, you know, he got to, he got to put three dipshits in there. You know, drunky, oh, drunky McRapey yeah. ass, and you know, ugh, anyway. Yeah, but, but oh, 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 oh. So when, anyway, so when I started yes. to say the, why well, I brought up the whole thing. So the person that was, you know, the master of ceremonies at the the rally, yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Yesterday was a trans woman. Fabulous. And she was like, you think it might be weird for me to be a trans woman up here fighting for abortion? But she's like, my body is my body and keep your laws off my body. Goddamn right. that the same fucking thing? And everybody was like, Goddamn oh, right. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yes. Bodily autonomy is bodily and autonomy. I thought that was so awesome and so interesting. Yes. It really is you know, the and same they issue. All, and we had like council people, we had mayoral candidates, we had all these people from Planned Parenthood talking, and they were all talking about this isn't just about abortion. Yeah. It's not just about women's rights. They were like, this insidious bullshit that's going on right now that's focused on abortion. Right. Is also anti-gay, anti-trans, anti-black, anti-Asian is everything. Yes, absolutely. And I loved how all the speakers were saying this shit. Yeah. And I loved it. Oh, my God. Yeah. And all the people that were there, there was only one lonely, stupid little pro-lifer. Oh, my God. Who everybody ignored, just one. Oh, my God. And everybody ignored him, and I was just like, oh, you poor son of a bitch, but at least I got to give you some amount of credit, I guess, for showing up, being here by yourself to try to support your wrong beliefs, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like, hey, thanks for showing up. Oh, oh, and in the middle of it, too, we had one, one person off to the side with a big anti-vax sign. Oh, Jesus Christ. So I was like, what the hell is that person doing here? And everybody, they ignored the pro-lifer, but they were jeering. 
the anti-vaxxer. Well, you know, it's like all those fucking anti-vaxxers with who who kept trying to co-opt my body, my choice. Yeah. And it was like, no, you don't get to you don't get to do that. You don't, you uh, you motherfuckers. But yeah, like all those all those turf feminist assholes, those those anti-trans feminist bitches who um like the uh the LGB Alliance in the UK and all those people who um, they're all really pissed off right now because all of a sudden they're like, no, no, wait, no, you can't, you can't take abortion away from us, but we're feminists. And it's like, how, how the fuck did you think that all this anti-trans shit wasn't like a hair's width away from taking abortion away from you? Oh, I know. It's yeah, exactly. It's like, Getting getting in your own medical your own personal medical business is getting in your own personal medical business. Yeah. And having some complete stranger thinking they have the right to tell you what to do with your body is literally the issue for all of this. Yeah. And everybody minding their own goddamn business, it's like they want they want us they want me to mind my business. When it comes to them and how many guns they have, they want me yeah. to mind their my business when it comes to, you know, jerking off to capitalism or whatever, yeah, you know, whatever exactly. their stupid shit is. It's like, fine, I'll just stay over here and live my life and you live yours and we'll try to not get in each other's way. But you, you don't get to suddenly make a decision for, you know, and, and just the, the bullshit about, you know... Oh, what was, oh God, what was the fucking Amy Coney, Coney Barrett phrase of like the supply of infants or whatever that, and these are the same people who, you know, it's like, oh, I'm sorry. Are there not enough white babies for you to adopt? I'm sorry. There is like, there's so many fucking babies. Everybody's having goddamn babies. But there, but and it's the last thing the world or society needs is more goddamn babies, please. But it's foster kids who aren't brand new born infants. It's Ugh. I'm sorry, that baby's not white enough. They're not newborn enough. They're not perfect enough. I need this. I need to be able to hand choose my baby, like I'm going to the fucking farmers market to pick out my baby. It's okay like, now. Being as that as horrible as it is, right? Yes. I'm going to say something even more horrible. But if they really believe that, then why are they against abortion? If they don't want these undesirable babies, oh no, why they, don't why don't they want abortion then? Well no, they they don't admit that they don't want them. Oh, I know. They think that they think that there's all these people out there who want to adopt them. What's weird though is that all these people it's like if, you know, if if a 17-year-old wanted a baby, wanted to be a mother, she would not be allowed to adopt a child. Because no, who no, the fuck yeah. does she think she is? She doesn't, yeah. she can't support a baby. She's yeah. not an adult. But she, she can sure as fuck be forced to give birth to one. See, that's, uh, to me, that's criminal. Yeah, It's, it's absolutely criminal. And I'm also very, my, one of my latest things. And it's criminal towards the mother and it's criminal towards the baby. Absolutely. 
That baby didn't because ask for that shit. there's nothing more miserable for a life than an unwanted child. Yeah. You know, and these people, I mean, it's just fucking ridiculous. It's just fucking ridiculous. And, and they know it is. They know it's it is. It's just trying to control They only care sex. about, they only care about the pre-born. They don't, once that baby is born, they don't give a fuck. And they don't, oh my they don't God, care. The goddamn fetus. Please. They don't care if these women die in childbirth because if this, if these women aren't in a position to like to, to have a family right now, they, if, if they're not, if they're not physically or financially or whatever, able to do that, what are the chances that they're financially able to go through the the fucking medical trauma of a pregnancy or childbirth? I know. They're all, I know. But the thing is, these these people are more than happy to let poor people die. These people are more than happy to just to just let problems take care of themselves. I know. Which, and it's as like, much oh, as you I hate can't to say have it, an abortion, you got to have this child, and then what? Yeah, then and what? then what happens? Yeah, the fucking governor of Nebraska was on one of those Sunday morning shows this morning. And the the woman, I think it may have been on CNN, and the woman anchor asked him about um, their state, their state's laws and, and the, the potential overturning of Roe v. Wade and if it happens and what's going to happen. And he was like, oh, well, Nebraska's a, a pro-life state. And you know we 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 believe very strongly in the preborn, and he kept saying the preborn. Oh, and please. it's like it's like oh, that's just and he just kept saying it with a big old smile on his face. And you know the, when I'm and the anchor woman, I suppose, but I'll still kill a goddamn rat in my attic. Well, he'll probably shoot the fuck the out of somebody thing who looks at him. It's a fetus funny. in the womb. It's a rat in the attic. It's the same. Thing. These these exact same people who who are you know well you know I mean literally in the last two days we've had two major shootings on one on each coast you know it's like oh I read about that wasn't there some asshole that like went and shot a bunch of black people at a supermarket or something well I don't know who got shot because I haven't looked into it but it was in Buffalo New York and then there was another there was a, sh- a church that got shot up uh, somewhere in oh. Southern California see I just I think I it was Glendale maybe it's just too horrifying yeah and you know what all this is it's all because of Republicans and it's all because of Trump absolutely stirring the, shit the guy up. in the guy in Buffalo wrote I think they said a hundred and eight page manifesto and it was all about oh, white course. about white replacement that total white <laughs> supremacist shit about how um you know they're trying to replace us and you know the kind of shit that that you know Tucker Carlson and people like that are always talking about mm-hmm. you know but then you know if you if you suggest oh but he but he's like 17 or 18 years old or something and all the Fox people are now saying, well, you know, his, br- you know, he's, he's so young, he's not responsible and his brain isn't fully formed. It's like, yeah, but if he was a girl who got raped, you'd say she would, you'd say she was more than capable enough to be a fucking mother. Oh, and she better have that fucking child. And she, yeah. and she better, yeah. and she better, you know, just be a, just be an incubator for that preborn fetus. 
Oh, please. But the you goddamn know, fetus. Goddamn fetuses. <laughs> They're so useless. But I'll tell, I will tell you fucking what. Oh, and I got, oh, God, man. So if we're going to, if we're going to give all this special treatment to fucking fetuses, then I want child support to start the second the woman finds out she's pregnant. Child support payments start instantly. <laughs> and, and it's not just child support, but, the, but, but. They need to pay for they need to pay for her medical bills too. It's like all of that shit. If if that if that is a child, if that is not a clump of cells, and it's actually a child that cannot be destroyed because it's not just a a, a blob of of unviable yeah. cells, then that man needs to be fucking supporting it, and needs to be paying to make sure that it's that it it has everything it needs. That man better be paying for it. And then, uh, and then, but if you, if you make a suggestion like, you know, vasectomies are reversible and let's just give all men vasectomies. And then when they can prove that they're, that they're ready to start a family, then we can reverse their vasectomies. Men lose their fucking minds. Because oh, how I think dare that's you? fabulous. Yeah. Because how fucking dare you suggest that maybe, yeah. that, that maybe we might, um, you know, force something on a man and they will see that with no sense of irony. And oh, I, know. I have been, I have been called a fucking monster for even joking about such mm. a thing. And I've, and I've asked people, and then when people say, well, what if, what if the vasectomy can't be reversed? Cause sometimes they can. And I'd say, well, that, that's a too bad dude. Maybe. Well, yeah, it's too bad because there's too many fucking babies anyway and we don't need more. So yeah. who cares? I mean, you know. And so, that's the fact of it. Who fucking cares? And, and who and who knows? And who knew if that was a guy who was going to have viable sperm anyway? Some people just don't get to have babies. And that's, you know, just, and that's um, just true. oh, girl, and I got something to say about that. You know, he can get he can get sperm donated from one of his buddies just because he can't just because he can't get his vasectomy reversed doesn't mean. He can go get a house, prove he can make it, keep a house plant alive or something. Yeah. Anyway, I got something to say about that. Okay. All these celebrities that you read about that are paying all this money, they can't get pregnant. And it's their 10th time paying all this money to be artificially inseminated. And what is it called? I Is it IVT? IVF. IVF. In vitro I fertilization. Think, I think that's disgusting. I think it's sinful. And I think it's unnatural. And that's my honest feelings on it. If God wanted you to have a goddamn unneeded baby for your own selfish, egotistical reasons, you would have been able to conceive. Well, we have talked about that before. We talked. It about is it. disgusting. I can't remember which episode it was, but we did talk about that when uh, when I convinced Doctor Laura that her IVF was um, immoral. Yeah, the IVF that she had was immoral because I used her her anti-abortion argument against her in her in her uh, message board. Oh, that's right. And just because, and I just I just read, and the reason why I like that 
triggered me again. Yeah. I just read something within the last couple days about some stupid fucking celebrity with that. And it's like, you dumb bitch. Are you so egotistical and so selfish? Nobody cares about your baby. You don't need to have one. And when we have a world filled with with kids that need to be adopted, go get yourself one. Yeah. If you want to be a mother, it's kind of like focusing on the wedding instead of the marriage. It's like focus on the kid instead of the pregnancy. Oh, it's go so adopt a kid. Gross. And I mean, I understand it's animalistic breeding urge. But at some point, you got to realize that's all it is. And shouldn't we be above that? I say mandatory abortions in every college and every high school. (laughs) Oh, good times. Mandatory. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, and honestly, the the true thing is, if people really... If people are really anti-abortion, they sure as fuck better be pro-sodomy because nothing, nothing is a, a, a better, a better way to avoid getting pregnant than doing it in other holes. I know. And I was just going to say, too, it's like, well, you, you know, they're all against pregnancy and abortion. So everybody just needs to have gay and lesbian sex until marriage. You don't have to have gay and lesbian sex. You don't. I don't have to have sex with a woman. I can still have sex with my husband. I just don't have to do it in the snooch. That's true. I have other holes. Yeah. I've somehow managed to never get pregnant. And I wasn't on birth control. I'll just say that. You know, there and there's are ways. always there's always titty fucking. There are many, many ways to have the sex. You just have to be creative. Uh, the Bitchin' Boutique. Yes. Um, I think we need to give them a thing, Spike. We can give them a drop that they could plan out their yes. shows. Yes, I think we've uh, got to find some time and get, get time to do, do that. right now. I think we should do it right now. Look, I'll show you how easy it is. <laughs> Watch this. I'm just going to do it live. Okay, do it live. Like that bloke screams. I'm just going to do it live. Watch this. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical... Blah, I can't do it now. <laughs> Look, I can't speak. Too much pressure. I'll try again. I'll try again. I'll try again. Take 52. Hi, this is Dr. Dan from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, and you are listening to the most bitching boutique. See? That was easy, wasn't it? Okay. They could send us one. We could play it in ass. Yeah, yeah. Right, you do it. Yeah. Right. What do you want me to say? Whatever comes to mind. Hi, this is Spike from the Two Skeptical Chaps podcast, who ain't no bitch, but you're listening to The Bitchin' Boutique. Oh, that was good. I think I hope they use that. Let's see if they cut it and put it in the next show. Diplomatic community. But it is all those anti-abortion people. They're all so prude. They probably the only thing they think about is missionary in the dark, so they could never go because there. Because sex is you know? <laughs> only for procreation. So they, I mean, I have literally had strangers on the internet telling me that you should just not have sex, and it's like, how about you don't have sex, you ugly piece of shit? Yeah. You know, you're the oh one God. who shouldn't be reproducing. I want Kiss to come out with one last album. Oh, can they not though? And I want it to be called Missionary in the Dark. <laughs> 
Gene's not into missionary in the dark. <laughs> not at all. But yeah, please. Yeah, but actually, that's actually a really bad idea. Cause Can we not have another album from them? Oh, please. Yeah, literally their last one, I never listened to it at all. Because the one before that, I, I bought it and I listened to it twice. But it, that's a whole different topic. I didn't. I, in fact, I don't even remember what it was called because I didn't buy it. Because it was Monster was the last one, Did, and then Sonic Boom nope. was before that. Didn't buy either one of those. I think I bought Sonic Boom. I listened to it literally twice, and I was like, fuck this shit. <laughs> and then Monster I didn't buy. I just flat out didn't buy. Because I'm like, yeah, I want 70s and 80s Kiss. I don't want this shit. I mean, Psycho Circus, I listened to like three or four songs. On that whole album. I like that album, but it's not like I go to it. There's just certain songs I like, and then there's the rest of it. (laughs) (laughs) And then there's the one song that will never be listened to ever, and we know which one Oh, the Peter one? Yes. Yes. Because why? I listened to a podcast, uh, you know, the... the, the, uh, Shout it out loud cast I listened to. And they had guested on some other guy's podcast, right? Who like is like in a band with Bruce Kulick. Oh, okay. And they were talking about KISS and, you know, oh, that's what it was. It was like the the ten worst KISS songs. And it was like three of them like debating about these songs, right? Okay. And one of them unanimously was that horrible Peter Chris song from the Psycho Circus uh, album. I don't even remember and what it's I called because it's so awful. Commented on it, and I told him I was like, "This is no joke." I bought that album on vinyl the day it came out. Remember, you got it on vinyl. I, I didn't it get it. On, I didn't get it on vinyl. And I told him I said that Peter Chris song. I hated it so much, I literally scratched the record so it would never play again. (laughs) (laughs) And oh, he got such a kick out of it. (laughs) So that it would get to it and go, and just jump to the next song? I did. I scratched the record. It never, that track would never play again. Oh, I love that. Because damn it, that song is a piece of shit. (laughs) It's... It's no longer mint. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. You know, you need to find some other gay kiss fans and do a a gay kiss fan podcast called Flaming Youth. Oh, my God. Yes. Wouldn't that be fabulous? Yes. Oh, my God. That needs to happen. Even if it's even if it's like a limited run, even if it's just. Like an episode per album or something. Just that, that has to fun. happen. Because, I mean, I do have, I mean, my one friend, Scott, in Austin, who was yeah. a big Kiss fan, I don't, I don't know. But there's, I mean, there's so many podcasters out there. I bet, oh, I bet I we can, can find, find some, yeah, I bet some we gay can Kiss fans. Yeah, That would be fab. Because, God, I can talk about Kiss for Yes. Days and days and days. God, yes. Oh and actually God. be knowledgeable about what I'm talking about. Exactly. 
Oh, that would be a fabulous little side project. That's that awesome. Sick. Oh, my God. And I'm just seeing, like, Flaming Youth podcasts with some kind of weird rainbow logo, maybe with the creatures. And all and every, and every all of you, but you're all dressed as Paul. <laughs> because what else would you be dressed as? Different Oh, and by the way, I know we're going in a different direction, but yes. 10 seconds. I'm actually really excited about this. They're coming out with a box set, Creatures of the Night. <gasps> really? Like with like demos and outtakes and demos, shit? Demos, <gasps> outtakes, extra songs. Because that album is so fucking awesome. Yeah, and box it's... set, Creatures of the Night is actually coming out. I will actually buy that. Like extra Vinny. Yeah, It'll I be did like not bonus buy Vinny. the box set Destroyer. But I will buy the box set Creatures of the Night. Oh, my God. Oh, I'm so intrigued. Yeah. Oh, I'm so intrigued by what's going to be on that. Oh, fabulous. Oh, my God. And they'll probably be a little Ace, too, because, you know, Ace was involved. Yeah, because, yeah, because that was the, that was like the, the cross, that was like the, the phase, the phase out of Ace. Yeah, so it's going to be really, I, because I love that album. And, oh, yeah, I'm really excited about that. Oh, my God. Oh my God! How I want them to come out with um, three hundred different versions of Shandy. <laughs> and we can just start with that one CD you made for me that started you know, with I yeah. think eight different versions of Shandy. <laughs> <laughs> just yet but it is pride month and we're you know supersizing so even though i have a very special saint saved for next time this week i want to touch on a handful of saints who were pretty damn queer remember the saint i talked about last time bernard of clairvaux the one who had the vision of mary squirting breast milk into his mouth well He had a very close, lifelong relationship with this Irish archbishop named Malachi, who eventually also became a saint. And Bernard wrote about Malachi all the time and how great he was. And Malachi even died in his arms, after which Bernard spent years wearing his vestments. And then they were entombed together. In fact, during the French Revolution, the tombs of the two, quote, friends were destroyed and their bones got all commingled. So their relics are kind of all jumbled up together. And isn't that romantic? And while I'm talking about dudes named Bernard, Bernardo de Hoyos, who isn't technically a saint, But he was a Spanish Jesuit from the 1700s who was beatified in 2010. Well, he's got something in common 
with our old friend St. Catherine of Siena. Remember how she married Jesus in a vision? Well, so did Bernardo. He wrote, And then he fitted upon my finger a gold ring. May this ring be an earnest of our love. You are mine, and I am yours. You may call yourself and sign, Bernardo de Jesus. <sighs> L'amour. But let's jump back to the 14th century, to the legend of Portuguese folk saint, Wilgefortis, the patron saint of women who wish to be unencumbered by men. <laughs> yes, bitch. Beloved by those who don't quite jive with the gender binary, as she escaped an unwanted marriage when she woke up one morning to discover that God had given her a full, luxurious beard, which grossed out her intended husband, who ran away, and pissed off her asshole of a father, who crucified her. But at least she died looking super sexy. And real quick, before I wrap this up and get back to the shouting, Madre Juana de la Cruz. Back in 16th century Spain, she was a fabulous abbess who says that God changed her gender in her mother's womb, changing her from male to female. When Juana would have her mystic visions, she'd lose consciousness and her voice would go deep and masculine and identify itself as Christ. And she explained Jesus in super gender-fluid ways, saying he always becomes whatever the seeker needs, a father, a mother, a husband, wife, or a friend. And she described heaven as being filled with marriage beds, each with God and a male or female saint. Bow chicka wow wow. And best yet, even though the church kind of swept her under the rug for a while, Pope Francis totally issued a decree getting her back on track to official sainthood, baby. Now, some of you might be thinking, hey, I really thought she was going to talk about St. Sebastian, because that dude is like totally super gay, right? I mean, he is so hot. Calm down next time, I promise. But pride, though. <laughs> Back pride, to pride, girl. though. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So what one of the, the thing that that occurred to us is that with all this shit going on and all this anti-woman, anti-queer, anti-gay kids, anti-trans kids, all this shit, one of the things that has become very clear and it kind of ties in with the way our show has been from the beginning. Our show, we have always been, I mean, we have always sort of, you know, presented ourselves as, you know, the old guard, you know, teaching the kids about, you know, 
their queer history and whatever and, and yeah. even though <laughs> even though we're not that fucking old but truly you know we're we're the gen x we're the you know we're the kids who were teenagers coming of age during the aids decade we were the kids you know we were the kids of the act up generation we were the kids yeah, you know oh, yeah yeah and yeah and we yeah. have definitely presented you know we we've yeah. definitely presented ourselves as you know that we need to make sure that the people who that the kids coming up today understand that they need to know their history and they need to yeah, appreciate the people know, who came before them. When I was coming that. out, it was ACT UP, Queer Nation. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, that shit doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. You know, it's all gay employees of Apple. Let's have uh, a meeting once a month and have some coffee and some dried mango. I mean, please, girl. You I mean, know, please, girl. There's so, and, <laughs> and we have definitely said, you know, it's like we, we know that things aren't perfect because, of course, they weren't. But, you know, there have been the generations that came after us benefited. You know, we, our generation benefited from everything the people who came before us did. The younger kids benefited from everything our generation did. You know, oh, yeah. but there's so many people who are young enough that they seem to have existed in this bubble where they don't seem to recognize that they're so far up their own asses that they don't get it. And the fact that there are people looking around right now and seeing how bad it is all of a sudden and they have the nerve to be surprised. Yeah. And, I mean, some of us have are only in our 50s, and yet we've lived long enough to have seen the pendulum swing all the way from one side to the other, and we're watching it go all and the way back. And now it's going back, and that's why I'm so scared, because I'm watching it go back. Because we've fucking been there before, and we've yep. been fucking trying to warn you people that it can be bad, and you think you had it bad when you were in high school, when you had a gay straight alliance, in your fucking school yeah and you thought yeah. you were being you thought you were being oppressed because you couldn't have your queer prom on the same weekend as the straight prom that's not oppression yeah. it's like you don't know you have no idea the kids who are in in high school right now those kids are in fucking trouble Compared to what a lot of you people dealt with. And, and people now don't understand it. how it was. I've been, you know, beaten up. Yeah. Spit on. Oh, fuck Threatened. Yeah. Yelled at. I mean, you have no fucking idea. And it's like when, when you have, you know, I mean. I've literally been spit on. I mean, you were you were treated like shit by your teachers. Like you yeah. were you were bashed in your own school, and you couldn't go to the teachers. At least these kids, who you know, in these states where they have all this legislation, the teachers are going 
but I love my kids and I want to protect these kids. At least yeah. the teachers are on the student's See, side. That's good, yeah. But imagine if the teachers were like, yeah, thank God, fuck those kids. I want to turn in all their parents for child abuse. Because that is the world. I mean, we, I mean, it's kind of amazing when we That's look at. That's what it's turning to. It's, it's crazy. Like, oh, you're an affirmative parent. You're an abuser. When we think what of our generation, when we were teenagers, would we have known even one kid who could have been like, I mean, obviously we would have known trans kids, but we wouldn't have known that they were trans kids because oh, God, no, no one would have ever been allowed no. to be who they were. Absolutely and not. And that wasn't that long ago, you guys. We're, mm -hmm. I mean, we're old, but we're not like fucking ancient. You know, it was only the 80s. So it's like we're, so we're seeing this is all coming back around. And the reason why it's important to talk about right now is because it's fucking Pride Month. And it's time to pride like you've never pride before. And these fucking queens now, they have no, there is no pride anymore. Yeah. The pride is having a coffee clutch. There's no fucking pride anymore. Yeah. And I think that's gross. It's like everything is very, let's just paint a rainbow on it. And it's like, okay, that's not what it is. Pride is supposed to be getting out there in as many numbers as you can so that you are a force that cannot be ignored. Pride is a protest. Pride is a fucking riot. Pride is something that they can't, that you make, you make them realize how many of you there are. Yeah. And to me, pride is intentionally subversive. Yeah. It's not supposed to be nice. It's supposed to be like, you fucking white conservative straight people. Or you fucking conservative blah, blah, blah people. And not everybody is like you. And look, I'm a man. And I'm wearing a miniskirt and tacky makeup. Right. And blah, blah, blah. But I got a big fucking dick and I can kick your fucking ass even though I'm in makeup and I'm a man, motherfucker. Yeah. That's pride. That is like subversive. To me, that's what pride is. I don't like this, oh, this is, look at, oh, we're dressed so conservative. This is my husband. This is our adopted child. Aren't we a cute gay couple? Well, those people can be, you can be gay no, I mean, in whatever I way you are. That. But but the but the part that's the part that's too nice now. The part that's too nice. That's is what that it is now. Everyone, all the edge has been bred out of the queer community. Like yeah. everybody is so polite and kind. And I hate that sweet shit. that we we have got like I I am so afraid that we have like an entire generation of queer folks who have who do not have the ability to read a bitch. Oh, I know, like, and I hate it. And I mean, what is wrong with saying "fuck you, you white Christian piece of shit"? Fuck your beliefs. Fuck your family. Fuck your children. I hate yeah. you and everything you believe in. What's wrong with that? You can't do that anymore. 
It's like, oh no, you have to love them. No, fuck them. Punch a Nazi. Uh, you know, and it's just like punch a fucking Nazi. I remember that throw good old a brick days, at a Nazi. You know, drag, buttless pants, the sisters of perpetual indulgence all over Pride in San Francisco. Oh, the sisters. That shit doesn't happen anymore because it's just like, oh my god. Well, we don't want to do that. We have to blend in. So it's like anti-pride. Like being out now is almost being like anti-out. Because I don't really, I don't like those gay gays. Right. I just like my kind of gays. I like the straight acting gays. I don't like the gay gays. Right. You know, but all you gay married bitches with your adopted kids in your 30s, you wouldn't be having this life if it wasn't for the gay gays that you pretend to not like. And that is a fact. Yeah, you, you owe every, you owe everything. And that is you owe it me. to you owe it you owe everything that you have to Marsha to Sylvia. You owe everything to all the people who laid their lives on the line and yeah. got beaten up by cops and went to jail and threw fucking bricks. Because, oh, yeah. because they were not going to take it anymore. And that's what pride is. Because all these, like, yuppie, married, gay, 30-somethings, oh, I wouldn't go to bars, oh, I wouldn't drink, and oh, drag, oh. Girl, if it wasn't for us, you wouldn't have your fucking husband and your goddamn child. It's like we're losing, we're losing everything yep. that made that made the queer community fucking fabulous because mm. everything is getting so like homogenized and watered down and everything is way too nice and family friendly. And all this it's time PC to get pissed off. Bullshit. It's time and to get PC, fucking pissed off. This PC fucking bullshit needs to goddamn stop. Like when we're living in an era where RuPaul is called out for using the word tranny. Yeah, you fuck have to, the fuck off. It's like you can get mad, but you have to show. You have to put some goddamn respect on RuPaul's name. RuPaul has RuPaul has paved a way for you to have the right to be like, well, that's not the word we like to use. Okay, it but RuPaul be fine for RuPaul to be singing a funny song. Is there tranny traces up in here? I'm sorry, that is not transphobic. It's not against the trans community. Shut the fuck up. That's camp. That's been there's forever. It's gay history. It's not yeah. transphobic. Shut the fuck up. There's there's so much like there's oh, there's just yeah, there's so there's so much shit where it's like people get upset when they read about like say Sylvia Rivera or somebody Talking about herself and using words that make people uncomfortable now, oh, and it's please, like she's fucking fuck talking with... about herself. She's fu- shut you... up with your goddamn words and your goddamn political correctness. I'm so fucking sick of that shit. And like these days, when there's, you know, it's like we've got all this great, like you know, moving towards people getting. You know, being able to move into, like, the non-binary thing and using they, them pronouns or whatever. And now there are people who are, like, there are people who are non-binary 
who think they have the right to police what pronouns other non-binary people use. Oh, I no, I don't doubt it. And I it's don't like doubt it. it's like, oh my god, stop, stop the infight, just oh my god, let everybody. It's like. You're supposed to be fighting the enemy. You're not supposed to be I know, fighting and it, each you other. You know what? And I know it's like it's like serious shit, serious business, serious activism, serious issues. But it's supposed to be fun too. That's what we've lost in pride and gay activism. Oh my god! It's supposed to be fun and angry and rebellious. It's supposed to be like punk rock. Right. Yeah, part of part of why and that what gay dates activism me and has makes been. me sound old. That I'm saying it's supposed to be punk rock. How old does that make me sound, right? But yeah, it's supposed to be punk rock. It's not supposed to be this watered down PC bullshit where you're giving a fuck about somebody else's feelings. And a big part of why gay activism has always been so amazing is because the most brilliant creative people were the ones doing it and it's yeah. like if you're gonna be fucking white bread milk toast bullshit about it you're missing the point of the activism yeah don't even fucking do it go live in you know go move to nebraska with your family and be straight acting oh. and stay the fuck out of my gay you know <laughs> don't put your chocolate in my peanut butter Something I could have sworn that I said while we were having this discussion, but I guess I didn't, because as I was editing, I got all the way to the end and went, so since I'm sitting here and I have a mic, I get to say it now before we move on to the next chunk. People of today, especially the young people who are pissed off at the stuff we're saying, and you've got your angry emailing fingers all twitching. Let me give you a little bit of perspective on those people from the past who you feel so superior to because they use words you don't use or saw things differently than you do now, so that makes you better than them. Think about the best person who ever lived, the best person in history, the most important best person the world ever made. Whoever that is you're thinking about, the person who popped into your mind, they did some shit you don't agree with. You probably don't even know about it, but they used language you find appalling and insensitive. They had friends and associates you would say are terrible, rotten, awful people. They said and did things you would never do because you live now. And you are you, and the world is different, and you grew up different than they did, and you would never say or do those things because you know better. But they're still the first person you thought of when I said to think about the best person who ever lived. If my saying that they used words and did things that you find problematic upsets you, and makes you question whether or not they are actually a good person, let me offer this. 20 years from now, someone is going to look back at stuff you posted online. The language you used, the feelings you expressed, the way you acted, the things you thought were funny. And they're going to think you're problematic. Because 
they wouldn't do those things because they're more advanced, more evolved, more sensitive and kind and inclusive than you are. They see people and the world in a way that you can't even imagine right now because the vocabulary doesn't exist yet. And right now, today, you're doing your best to be the kindest, most inclusive person possible. But to that person in the future, you're a fucking monster. My point? Pull your head out of your ass and have some goddamn humility. There is way too much at stake for you to be so impressed with yourself. So get out there and fucking fight like people matter. Because they fucking do. Even the ones who aren't perfect. Maybe even especially the ones who aren't perfect. Hey, Andrew. Hey, Maddie. Do you like horror movies? I sure do. Well, did you know that most horror movies are inspired by real-life horror? Really? Like what? Well, take The Shining, for instance. That's based on Stephen King's real-life addictions, or The Purge, which could be our country any minute now. Oh, and The Strangers, which is based on a real-life murder. People should be talking about these things. Hey, Guys. Oh, oh, hey, Producer, producer Michael. Michael. Hi. Oh, well, I hate to break it to you, but somebody already is. It's you. <gasps> That's right. We are Friday the 13th, the podcast where we talk about horror in real life and horror in media, all from an LGBTQ perspective. Because we gay, y'all. We are proud members of the Legion Podcast Network, and we can be found on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, or wherever your favorite podcasts are found. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Come along with us on this crazy journey, and as always, get slayed. thought about that before like as horrible as you know that the n-word is it's acceptable for african-american rap rappers to use it because they're using it as taking it back right right well there's a lot of people and, who, who don't like the word queer and it's like oh uh, you can't yeah but to, to me so queer. for rupaul to have been using that word tranny it's almost the same sort of thing as like an African-American rapper using the N-word. To me, it's almost the same thing for RuPaul to use tranny. It's like, it's taking it back and it's not, it's... And then people, don't you, people were all bent out of shape about it. And I was like, really? Well, there's, I mean, there's people who have issues with RuPaul about other things, but I, I stopped... I stopped diving into why people get mad at RuPaul a couple they years should, ago. They should, and you know, focusing on little fucking horseshit. Yeah. That is why all this big shit is going on right now. Oh, we got gay marriage. Oh, we got abortion. Oh, we got trans rights in school. So now they're focusing on this little meaningless shit. Yeah. And... All of these conservatives are like, oh, they're not focused on this anymore, so we can do this. That's yeah. what happened. And that's and that's that actually is what has happened. That is why that is why the evil side wins, because the evil side, the one thing that they will always do is they will always pool their efforts and they will always show up 
and they will always put aside their differences and vote for the the one they have to vote for to get their shit in. While we, while the people on the left quibble about purity tests and it's like, well, I can't, I can't, I just couldn't possibly vote for Hillary Clinton because she's not quite exactly the person I wanted to vote That's for. What therefore, it is now. and therefore, I'm going to vote for fucking some rando I, and then who's it's perfectly, never going to get and then, because and, you know, ten years ago, knowing somebody full said well, something that was misogynist, so therefore yes, they're horrible. Yes, knowing full uh, well that by not voting for Hillary Clinton, I'm I know full well that that means that Donald Trump is going to be president. That you're voting but for Trump. But my yes. conscience is clear because I didn't vote for that woman. And this is why we lose. Amen, girl. And this is why, while we're all nitpicking over whether or not, you know, someone refers to someone as, um, you know, blah, blah sexual instead of bleebly sexual. When, because, oh, because Because there's a new vocabulary word that someone hasn't learned yet. And now we're going to get into a big fight over it. When we could just all join together and actually get some shit done. And stop talking about fucking labels and just get together and get shit done. Because we really you are, know. for the most part, people really are, we are on the same side. And yeah. we really aren't, we really aren't like actively hurting each other. And yeah, we're not, because but I think the are, big fight is being lost because people are so focused on the little fights. Yeah, if it's if, if like... I if really you, think that. And I think part of it is the... Uh, you know, I'm going to go back to what I said earlier, where we if if we have people who are are a little too up their own asses... Where they make everything about themselves and their own personal little feelings and their own personal issues. And they forget that it's supposed to be about the community and the fucking world. And it's about, it's about more than just them. And you, you, you fix shit for the world first. And then once... Once you don't have an entire generation of trans kids committing suicide, mm. and I'm not going to say unalive like everybody on TikTok and stuff does because people get people get a little too sensitive yeah. about words like killing. But, you know, we have we have all these kids who are fucking killing themselves right now because we have because the adults are being fucking evil bastards. And mm-hmm. we don't have enough, and and the adults who should be the ones who are protecting them are too busy quibbling over nonsense when we all should be standing up and taking this goddamn country back. And it's yep. fucking June, and it's fucking Pride Month, and it's time. And, oh my God, if you know anyone who isn't registered to vote, you get them fucking registered to yep. vote. And you tell them, do not quibble over nonsense. You do what has to be done to get shit done. And you do, and you just fucking get it done. And, and if you're a straight acting gay, get the fuck over yourself and paint your nails. Yeah. Don't, if, you know, do something so that people can tell you're gay. 
Yes. You don't have to change your whole personality. You just have to do something that's visible. It's fucking Pride Month. Stop fucking hiding. Yes. Don't be those guys at the goddamn... Get the goddamn oil can Harry's, the fucking <laughs> frat guys <laughs> who don't want anyone to know they're gay, but they go, but they go to oil can Harry's, and it's oh, the, and that's why it's the worst fucking gay bar in town <laughs> because it's only the straight acting. Gays oh God, is that place even still there? Of course it is. <laughs> of course it is. It's disgusting. Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate us and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone Everyone loves loves stickers. stickers! Please subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, let's not talk about Kiss, because, oh, my God, because, yeah, I've been in a frenzy. (laughs) I've been in a fandom frenzy lately because of that podcast. Oh, how fabulous. Because they just did a review, a song-by-song review of the Crazy Nights album. (sighs) Oh, I'm an apple to that. How much I fucking love that album. I have to listen. Oh, I'm going to have to listen to that. Oh I fucking love that album. And it brought back all these great memories of listening to that album and going to, because, you know, I went to three shows on that tour. And Miss Piggy Panties. And, yes, that was the tour of the <laughs> Miss Piggy Panties. <laughs> and I have this fabulous memory of when I lived with Darren. I had the, my bedroom doors open and I was blasting that album and they had come home and apparently they could hear me in the driveway singing turn on the night (laughs) you were like skipping around the house yes (laughs) you can't you can't not skip when that song is on because anyway skipping kind of a song (laughs) oh my god how awesome